Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the JDR Creatives Podcast. It's something like a podcast, something like an audio journal, something like a, this little recording of my life. A lot of tips, a lot of tricks, more than anything, a place where I'm vulnerable, a space in which I share, and a place where I create. So, Welcome and enjoy. Good evening. It is December 12th, 2023. And I am here to bring you the lost episode seven. <laughs> I just got to clap. <laughs> because to bring you this lost episode seven, it has taken man it's really it's been something so we're right here now in the club announcements before i take you into the lost episode seven normally i would just take you straight in and i would you know but we're gonna start with club announcements um as you're gonna hear more about it in the year in review and then the poetry that takes you through this episode will really highlight what the last since april since april 23rd till i would say two days ago when i you know published my last poem you're gonna get all of that um there are no more poems to publish for the year there is plenty of poetry that is written but i am done as far as publishing um partly because like i talked about in previous episodes i don't know where maybe august august was really the last true jamiah episode i was kind of taking you through a series of every week or every month kind of giving you what a month was and i really like those episodes but i lost the i lost the strength when i got to september i really just everything with uh, my car was just really bringing me down and uh, to give you a little bit of that that you're going to get in the in the year and wrap up it was a season of inconvenience and some of this poetry will talk about it but yeah I'm, i'm just so thankful for what I've been through, because it's a lot of lessons in this year of discovery. I have been through some very painful things, and I'm just so, so blessed that I found the creativity to be able to get back here and do something that I love. I gave you, um, I gave you Be Uncomfortable, and that was an episode that I produced, I wrote, um, and so that was just one of those things where you know, um, it was a pre- it was a it was already a produced episode. I wrote it wrote it I wrote it months ago. I think I wrote it actually. Whew, I can't remember, but I wrote it before you know I actually finally put it out there. And then you know in October I just was sitting down and I had a little free time and I decided I was gonna make that episode. So I did. Um, so. Yeah, I, I did it, and but I've I've really felt like the August one was really my last one, where it was more of an intimate, connected episode with me, and not a produced thing where I was talking about a set subject. Um, I also will say that I, I've been talking to some friends, and I think in the new year, you know, creating, you know, I, I had episodes with Jocelyn before. I think you're going to see those come back again. There is some fun and creativity that I seek. And that's going to be cool. So I'm, I'm just excited about the future and what's coming um, here. 
Uh, the road to 100, we're still on that. We will get to 100 episodes. Like I said, this little pod, never expected to get there, but we will. And um, I want to, if, I want to say I want to dedicate this episode to myself. It's been a hell of a year, a lot of lessons, a lot of discovery, and I'm about to pour out a lot of poetry and a lot of things. And I don't know how, I, this could be a very long episode. I, I think I could push an hour, 32 hours possibly on this. I don't really know how long it's going to be, but I know that uh, the last poem that I published put me at 130 poems. At the time when I stopped at April 21st, I think I was maybe 30, 40 in. So we have almost 100 poems to go through, and we're going to go through them because there are no more poems to to publish. So yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I hope that you enjoy what I give you. This is going to be me giving you <laughs> a lot of a lot of me in this episode. I'm going to walk away from this episode pretty drained, I think, because um, I think the year end will have some of the things, but I think really I'll leave the nuggets here. So I want to dedicate this episode to myself um, because at the end of the day, I've, I've kept going and it's not been the easiest thing to do that. So here is the lost episode seven. All right. Lost episode. So, uh, the last episode, the last uh, episode, we ended at April twenty first, and that was the last love letter. I don't need to read that for you again. <laughs> I and I don't. Um, I just want to kind of paint the picture there and start it. It was me basically writing to Farron and saying that you know this is this is it. You know, um, that that was <laughs> kind of what we were on, and. So, I mean, it was, <laughs> I will, I'll say this before I get started. I thought this was the last love letter. I've written a lot. And um, part of this journey this year was limitations. One of the me messages I used to write about 10 years ago was something called love without limits. And I really have truly under, I truly understand what I meant by that now, um, I have not limited myself in my creation. I might have, there's a poem that I was really creative with because at the time when I wrote it and the time I felt like it was beautiful and I needed to publish it. So when we get there, I'm going to take you through that. But um, after that, once I got to August, I figured it out and I no longer put limits on myself and we will not put limits on us anymore as we move into the new year. So April 23rd in our first poem of The Lost, episode seven, uh, caption is read, loss creates lessons. We are here to experience each other, not possess one another. I take my experiences with each person and enjoy them. This taught, this thought process, excuse me, this thought process has helped me handle goodbyes. I hate goodbyes but I'm learning they are necessary. Goodbye has been the hardest word for me to say. Elevating my mindset has helped me discover peace in goodbye. In April, I was struggling. I, I was struggling. I was having a hard time going to work. I was going to work. I remember I, I was talking to one of my friends one day and I was just, I was a bumbling mess. I, I really 
just felt so lost in that space. And, and, and in this time too, like I said, I mean, I, I lost this woman I loved, but then I had a friend die. And so my emotions were really scatterbrained and I just kind of felt like I was alone in this big world. And really all I was doing was circling the pit. Uh, okay. April 27th, the caption. <laughs> See, as I wrote the, the last love letter, here we go. April 27th, caption, I miss her. I was missing you, so I went to your message thread to listen to one of the many messages you have sent, as I am reminded of the times we had. Oof. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Um, it took me, I don't know, I can't remember. I think it was maybe, I think it was July when I finally deleted the text thread. It just was hard to be able to look at her pictures and just there were voice notes and just to hear her voice, I really found myself um, missing her, just missing her, um, miss talking to her, miss hearing her voice. And um, it was not, it was not easy. Yeah. April 30th. <laughs> um, I'm already, I'm already emotional. I had two poems in, boom, here we are. Uh, goodbye, April is the caption. A month that has challenged me as it has taken so much from me and left me with lessons even as my heart aches. I continue to find the strength to rise each day as the sun breaks across my face. I am reminded of what I must do. Onward as greatness awaits. The final day of a tough month, I could look back and focus on all of the losses, or as I have learned to do, I will focus on my lessons. There are so many blessings that I have received during this month. For every time I hit a wall, I found my way through the madness. Though I still am in pain, I focus my sights to the horizon as there is a bright light that calls me, and I will have my day in that light. Thank you for each lesson and blessing. It's time to get up as I am the master of my emotions, as I choose joy. May 3rd, and we're approaching June. So um, this was me writing a poem to Lucas as it was already starting to, uh, God, <laughs> as it was already starting to set in. Um, I wrote this, this poem to him way before I got to June, but the caption reads, he is always with us with a good old unicorn emoji. You gotta have the unicorn emoji. The time is approaching as another turn around the sun will occur, and the memories of your departure will crash into my mind. Just as we heard that you transitioned, it feels as it was yesterday, and now it will be five years later. Lucas, my goal has been to honor you as I have dealt with my grief. You remind me in your own way when a rainbow paints the sky. Suck it up, buttercup, I know the phrase, and I still find myself anxious as my birth month approaches. You departed but left a gift in your mother as she has been encouraging, taking your place in my life. I was thinking about you as I have experienced some loss recently. My prayer is that I am making you proud. I miss and love you, old friend. He is always with us. <sighs> See, I was hoping that 
I wasn't going to be crying until I got to July. <laughs> but you know what? That's what the lost episodes are about. That's what feeling the poetry is. It's not just about getting it out. It's experiencing it. So it's like to get it out and write it is one thing. But then to read them takes me back to what I was feeling and thinking when I put the pen to paper. Or when I put my thumbs to the phone. <laughs> uh, May 5th. Caption. I was carrying so much it was making me weak. I went to the beach to find relief. Leaving that weight on that beach, my shoulders raised, my smile has returned. As I have endured the night, I await the sun to bring its light, to help me find joy in my life, taking away all my strife. This trip in May to Jacksonville was very, very tough. Um, and, and the thing about this day, May 5th, it was the culmination of me starting to move myself forward, um, starting to kind of say, okay, this is it. She's not going to come back. And um, that's, just, that's just what it is. I have, to, I have to move on. And I remember what it started was like two days earlier, I, was, I came into Jacksonville and I was at the town center and I went to go get something to eat for dinner. And I was sitting in this Chick-fil-A and I was eating and I was just kind of sad and I was eating my salad and I saw these couple and they were sitting, you know, a little bit away from me, probably about 10, 20 feet. And she was feeding him and then he was like being playful with her. And I just felt this tremble come across my back and I was like, oh, shit, get up. In my head, I was like, get up, Jemiah. And I've never been in my life in, in, in a stage where I was like, I was like, get up, get up, get up, get up. And I did. And I threw my food away and I went to my car and I sat down and I just lost it. And I was fighting back tears because I uh, didn't want to feel weak. I didn't want to feel like this thing, this, this person had such an, you know, just an impression on my life. Um, because ultimately they were gone and, and all I wanted to do was hear their voice and the silence was killing me. And so I got to the point on May 4th, I think I got back to the hotel, I cried again and I said, you know what, tomorrow I'm going to the beach. And so I walked and if you could see this picture, which, which can't, um, but it's this path when you're going to Neptune Beach in Jacksonville um, that when you park at the end of um, the, it's like a hotel and then you walk this sand path to the beach and it's a beautiful thing because you're literally walking to the, to the ocean. And I sat down in the sand, I was in my work clothes, <laughs> I sat down in the sand and I said, God, I don't know what you have for me. I, I, I'm really lost. I just feel adrift, but I promise you that I know you have better things for me. So, this isn't meant for me to carry and I'm just going to let it go. And I love her. I miss her. And that's okay because I feel it and I get to feel it all. And that's just what it is. So that's what I'm going to do. And I leave this weight here on this beach, no longer mine to carry. And that day was very important for me because it was the first day that the load was lessened. And even though I did cry again on another day, I had never cried that hard since May 5th. So 
it was the beginning of 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 me being able to move on and um i'll never forget that day may 11th caption is read your heart is out of control every day i miss the rays from the energy you gave as the sun doesn't shine the same without the smile you bring mm, mm, mm. so true she had a smile that just just lit me up i just I, <laughs> I miss her, you know. Um, May 14th, caption is reads, is read. Um, Ryan James, it's tough to see the world treat you wrong. It's in these moments I'm reminded of everything I teach you. You continue to carry yourself with grace. I am blessed that you are my son. Keep pushing forward as I will be there to cheer you on. This was, I believe, after he got his fifth grade graduation. I believe so. Um, poem reads as follows. I am blessed that he is my son as he is something majestic. He carries within him four generations of Richards within him. He is observant and sweet like his father, honest and true like his grandfather, smooth and can care, can run any room like his great grandfather. He has all of these abilities in him and he does it effortlessly. It's so amazing to be able to watch him go. Proud isn't even the word I would use to describe how I feel about him. There isn't anything I wouldn't do to see him smile. He is my greatest gift. I am so lucky I get to be his dad. And Ryan, um, everything I do, you know, I do for you. And um, But in a season where I've had so many losses and so many lessons, you've taught me a great one this year because I need to do more for myself. But that's why you're so awesome, kid. And I love you for it. May 18th, caption reads as follows. Don't allow the silence to cause you harm. Noise won't save you as well. Embrace your feelings, good or bad. Happiness is yours to claim. Faced with many challenges and various outcomes, I have felt off the course at times. In these recent days, action has always been the thought. The difference in my, as I would need to move to make the difference in my walk. Sorry. It's been quiet, and without the noise, I have been afraid of my own thoughts, learning that the one thing I fear becomes the test that I will attract. In previous years, these moments will cause me to run or shut down. Instead, I have decided to stand still, allowing all of the silence to flood my senses. As I know the time for running is done, I accept what is meant for me with an open mind and heart. May 20th, caption reads as follows. We all come from someone or somewhere. There will be a time in which we seek approval. Feeling incomplete without that approval is a burden, not meant to be carried. Let it go on your walk as it is yours to claim. Don't ever stop being amazing to yourself. Give yourself grace. Be the light. I'm talking to myself here. This poem, amazing. Those people we seek often don't have the capacity to be what we need as we are beyond the capacity of what they are. I'm going to read it one more time. Those people we seek often don't have the capacity to be what we need as we are beyond the capacity of what they are. I had a friend that I really just was going through some stuff and I just needed to, I guess, just kind of vent, just really just, and I, I knew that I was really in a season of just sadness and, and, and I was trying to be strong. 
but this person really wasn't, <laughs> they weren't supporting me the way that I needed. I didn't necessarily need the encouragement. I just needed an ear. And what I was frustrated with them, but then I had to go back and sit in, in silence and really think that there are times where people can't be what you need them to be because they never had the ability to be that. And you have to remember that in the people that are around you. It's not fair to them for you to expect them to be something that they're not. If it's a, if it looks like a duck and it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, guess what the fuck? It's a duck. And that's what this poem was about. May 21st, caption, there is more to this life beyond the money we make. The experiences and the people we come to know, that is the life I crave. There is a walk greater than myself, and that purpose, I will find my wealth. I've never been this person who really wanted all this money. I've, I've worked to, to create experiences for my life, and this was me saying to myself that even though at times I can't be what other people want me to be and I can't, you know, do all this crazy stuff. I live simply and I live simply because it's the experiences that make the difference to me. It's not the money I make. May 27th, let yourself be weird. Caption reads as follows. A season in which I was walking toward happiness using hope to escape my hurt. Um, this was really the mission statement of a book I wrote, Take Me to the Ocean. And I think I've talked about Take Me to the Ocean before. I don't think I've talked about it a lot because it was the book that I mainly wrote. It was going to be my first book. Well, it's not going to be my first book now. Maybe my second or my third. I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But this was the mission statement. And I remember just being kind of sad and thinking like writing that book because the, the picture that's here is a sunset over the water. I'm at the beach. And that was the whole point of Take Me to the Ocean. It's literally me at the ocean, literally cleansing my soul. And it was just fitting because it was such a beautiful sunset. And it just reminded me of where, where I was and hopefully where I would be going. <laughs> May 28th, take the armor off of your heart. Not for anyone else, but for yourself. This season has brought enlightenment, giving me lessons from losses that I never expected. I learned that my struggle with goodbye caused me to retreat in silence. My intention of doing no harm would be met with me doing harm. <laughs> with reflection, I found the home of my problem. Being someone who is honest from a young age, they told me to be quiet. They didn't honor my curiosity. I was made to believe I was the problem, which led me to retreat in, into silence as I would tell the story. There was a part of me that I locked away in a cage. What discovery taught me is that there was a part of me in an unlocked room that never realized that I could leave at any time. Once I started healing and setting boundaries, my life changed for the better. I no longer weaponized silence. Instead, I found strength to speak, making sure that I spoke from my heart as anger doesn't control me as its purpose is to remind me of its love. Anger knows your worth better than anyone as it exists because of the disrespect from the outside world. I'm learning and accepting my lessons. I'm thankful that I am able to finally handle dealing with goodbye. 
The light that is shining on me will continue to guide my life. I accept what is meant for me. This is big because for me, post-Farron, I was really having to go through a season where I finally accepted what goodbye was meant. Goodbye is not this bad thing. And in my life, people left me so much that goodbye was tough because if some, if if I knew you were going to leave me, it's like, man, I just, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. And um, you know, that's just, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy to say goodbye. It wasn't easy to have to live in it. And um, um, in the moments where I struggled up until where I am present day, I looked at goodbye as this thing that just meant I could never, that was it. And what I what I've had to learn and what I've told somebody, and I don't know if this is a poem, I can't remember because I've written like I've I've written more than 130 poems. I've written probably 200 this year, but 130 made the cut. Um, because if you count the book, I've written 50 for the book that I'm working on. So yeah, that's what 180, and I at least have another. So yeah, I've I've written almost 300 poems this year. I've been busy, people. But the point that I'm trying to make is is that I had to come to grips with understanding that goodbye is very very necessary. It's it it's like closing out a chapter and that it's like death, like you death, you leave your physical body, but you're a spiritual vessel and you know, you, you go on. And, um, I've, I've lost so much at times that goodbye has been that really hard thing because it's kind of like being the last dog to the bowl where there's really little left. It causes you to become angry. It causes you to lash out and it causes you to be really defensive. And as soon as I started to realize, like one of the things I told a friend today and what I've realized is that April that I went through, April prepared me for August and I didn't even realize it. (laughs) So, yeah. June 1st. (laughs) I forgot. We're going to go back into it, people. (laughs) June 1st. The caption reads as follows. My little baby bird. Goodbye, man. Poem reads, (laughs) the sun draws to a close another month that has left my emotions in so many different directions, learning to accept goodbye even as I didn't want it to arrive. If I just had another day to sit with you one more time as you smiled as the sun began to set, now my days are filled with silence, which has been tough as I tried to throw myself into work to be the distraction. The memories are all around me reminding me of the moments we shared. As my smile returns, I begin to laugh at our adventures. This is how I know I will be all right, even as I miss you so much. My prayer is that you are doing well, as I will hope for the day, when I get to have another adventure with you once again. You know, I I wrote that because I, you know, it's, it's crazy when you know you have to say goodbye, but you don't want to. So it's like you tell someone bye and you walk away, but as you're walking away, you turn back and see if they look at you. That's that's kind of what that felt like to me. Okay. <laughs> June 1st as well. The caption, I came here for you. 
Poem reads as follows. I am not afraid to love the rage of your storm. Engulf me with the waves of your pain. As I won't run, I will extend my hand, being a place of calm during your moments of chaos. Let me tell you something about this poem. It is one of my favorite poems that I've written this year because it, I cannot begin to tell you um, this poem and, and what it comes from. So I'm going to try to break it down for you. So, you know, when a person leaves you and they go back, like it, when a person goes back to their ex and they pick someone else, you, in your brain, you know you're the man. Like, I know who I am and I can't be two to anybody. But it, this poem, it just came to me one day. I was sitting in my car and I literally just typed this poem in five minutes, just like I just read it to you. And I sat back and I looked at it and I was like, man, that's stupid. I literally, <laughs> I literally said it. And I remember because the, 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 the poem I just read you before June 1st, The My Little Baby Bird, I had wrote that the morning I woke up, woke up and I posted it. And I wrote this probably two hours later when I was going to work. And I sat on this poem for hours and then I came home and I read it again and I thought about her and I thought about what I was saying to her that I was saying, I am not afraid to love you basically. Then I will take all the rage of that storm engulf me with the waves of your pain. I will take countless waves of your trauma, your pain, because I'm not going to run. I'm going to give you my hand and that I am going to be that place of calm, even in any moment of chaos. That's what I was saying. And you know what? For some people, sometimes they don't understand the beauty of it. But man, this poem is one of my favorites of this year. Like one top notch, one of my favorites. Um, I think I have five favorites and this this one is in the top five. So as we go through the rest, I will try to give you the rest. But hey, June 1st, I came here for you. It, Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. June 3rd. Oh, man. He is always with us. Another year without you, old friend. I'm so thankful for the time I got with you. I love and miss you. And you know, unicorn emoji. Poem reads as follows. I will tell you something people don't know. Of course, I won't get to see you say I told you so. I have challenged myself to rise to new levels, stepping into spaces I didn't think I could. I have found happiness within myself. I miss speaking with you and comparing notes. I would give my salary to spend a day with you to hear your jokes. Though I miss you, I have found time to find my smile. When I look into the sky, I see a rainbow and think of the unicorn, who no longer replies to my questions. I know you are dancing on the stars. This year I must thank you, as I have found new strength. The darkness that surrounded me I have now escaped, to the place with light that brings me joy. The more I speak about you, my tears have become smiles. If you were here, you would be my encouragement, and that's all I need. I still miss you, old friend. I just hope you are proud, as it took me some time to find my center. Now that I have, I am at peace. I just wish you could see my walk. Who am I fooling? You can see me. What I should say is, I just wish you could be here so that I could ask you how I look. You are one of the best coaches I have. Thank you, old friend, for having my back. I await the day to see you, to pay you back. This poem, published on June 3rd, was written in March. I had already, you know, I wrote, I wrote, I wrote the other poem that I, I think was, let me go back. 
so the May 3rd poem, I wrote that poem on May 3rd and I published it. This June 3rd poem, I wrote it in March. And the reason why I'm saying that is because like I already had just felt it one day it came to me. But in that time, I was still with Farron. And, and there's a section of it that I I don't know if I kept it or not, but it spoke to like, you would be proud of me because I found love and I fell in love. And you would like her because remember when we were in the airport with Margot and we were talking about girlfriends and like first dates and we and she was just thankful that she was still married to Dink. Um, and we talked about holidays and she was like, why do you, why would you ask a girl what her favorite holiday is? And I'm going to give y'all some, I'm about to give you some, some tips here. And it was because you can gauge a woman's sincerity and integrity by how she answered the question. If she and most people would say their birthday or Christmas and you ask why, and it's because they like the attention, but real chicks liked Halloween and this woman loved Halloween. It's one of her favorite holidays. And that's what I love about her. And um, I hope you would be proud of me because I'm not, I don't have my head in the sand anymore. And um, I'm so thankful that, you were in my life. And it, it was something to that point. Now, of course, I took it out. It's the only time in my life that I've ever really pulled anything out of a poem. And I did it because I was still in that place where I wasn't truly loving myself without limits. I was putting regulations and limitations on myself. And it's not, like I said, until we get to August that I, I finally figured that out and I stopped putting limitations on myself. And um, yeah, that... <laughs> Uh, it's a funny thing, but like I said, this is the lost episode. So I'm going to give you all the truth about all the poems that I wrote. And, um, he would have been proud of me. And I think he would have really enjoyed her because she is something, she's a remarkable woman. And I say that even in loss because you, I can have an opinion about somebody, even if I felt like we had a riff or something didn't go the right way, because I think what I've learned is connections with people are sacred. And if you get to have time with people, time is our greatest resource. So I've said a lot. We're going to flip sides. We're going to go to the next side. Um, and then we're going to carry on to June 5th. And we're going to keep it going. All right. June 5th. Caption reads as follows. I have come so far, even as I might be afraid. I remember it's the call to be brave. Most of all. I must give myself grace as I get ready to face the day, as I get ready to face that day. Sorry. I have become afraid of the emotions inside of me that will flow. I know that I must let it go as I should celebrate my day of birth. Yet I spend my time questioning my worth. Each time I get another lap around the sun, I'm thankful as I have won. I will wake speaking to the sunrise leaving my failures and goodbyes, taking moments in the day for myself without leaving my heart on a shelf. <clears throat> then to arrive at that sunset as I make new goals and shed my debt that I have carried for the last year as I make sure to smile without shedding a tear. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We're getting closer. Getting closer to my birthday, which makes this tough. <laughs> June 11th, travel with Ryan. We're going to see Grandpa. 
We are off to face his fears as it's time to see his grandpa once again. These are the moments that I look forward to. His smile reminds me to stay in this moment. As for all the work I have done, I should take time to enjoy the blessings that have been afforded. Instead of always keeping my head down, pushing toward the next goal or project, he is why I keep going. He is why I go hard. He helped me find meaning in my life. He is my greatest gift. A man in Atlanta living his life. <laughs> On a mission. <laughs> Sound like a dinosaur. <laughs> As we enter the A gate. Not to be a pro at flying, huh? See? Tell them little girls, nah, you can take me on a flight. I ain't trying to hear that. So I gave you the video of that, but yeah, we were on the escalator. <laughs> I was just talking junk like I always do, but the moments with my son mean so much to me. He really is something. <sighs> June 13th, caption reads as follows. My dad and stepmom wanted to celebrate my birthday while I was here. I was surprised. It has been years since I celebrated. I don't have the words for how special they made me feel. I am grateful. Poem reads as follows. I have never asked for attention. I seek to be of service. It's rare that the spotlight is on me. With all that said, life continues to surprise me. Surrounded by all of you. Direct decorations and a cake with my name on it. I felt a love that I can't put into words. All of your smiling faces as I went to blow out my candles. It brings new meaning to my day of birth. Reminding me to honor myself, speaking with grace and love. I am able to be in this moment. I am not afraid of being in the, in the light. I am grateful that I am afforded this right. Um, it's been a long time since I sat in front of a birthday cake. It's been a long time and sat and somebody had, it was about me. It was about celebrating me. And I have, it, it had been over 10 years, honestly. And I just really... After divorce, I felt like a failure. I didn't think marriage, I, I thought I just was nothing. I had nothing left. My self-worth was in the shitter. Uh, my value, I just didn't feel like anything. And so it wasn't until Lucas died that I really started celebrating my birthday and taking the day off before that I worked it. I just, I would rather be around people who made me feel good about myself than to be at home alone by myself. And my dad, on the day he we celebrated his life on my birthday when I was 34, 38 now, I was at 33. It's been five years. I was 33. Got it wrong. 33. And um, he said to me, now do you understand why it's important to celebrate your birthday? He said, you don't have to do anything extravagant, but you have to celebrate it because you never know if you're going to get back to the next one. And... Um, I've always taken that with me and I will never, ever not take it with me. It was a beautiful moment. It, it made me quite emotional. And I was around my stepbrother, stepsister, my mom, you know, my, another mom because I've got three of them, four of them, 
um, my dad, and it was just, it was cool. I cannot tell you what that, um, I can't even begin to tell you what that moment meant for me. It just really touched my heart. It, it made me feel uh, so important and that I really mattered. And I will never forget what they did for me this year. Uh, I am trying to get through this section without any tears. Um, but I I thank you for my, I thank my family from the bottom of my heart. It, it really, it was a really good gift. June 14th, <sighs> caption reads as follows. There is so much left to do before this story concludes. I have come a long way from the days of loss and pain as I have gained strength and wisdom to smile big and bold as I know there is a story to be told. June 15th, caption reads as follows. Time is our greatest resource. I know what I must do. The world around me doesn't shape the world within me. I exist to live within the space I curate. I am not here to worry about how the world sees me. That thought process is intimidating to most. I have gained the strength and courage not to care. I am here to please your, I am not here to please your narrative. I am here to live in my purpose and discover my greatness. I was coming around the corner to realize like I spent all this time really caring. And at the end of the day, what did it gain me? I was still alone. I'm still by myself. I was still getting my ass handed to me. And all this stuff was culminating to the point where I get in this accident in August. <laughs> oh, I was talking to myself. June 16th. Happy birthday, Jemiah. Chapter 38, caption. And uh, the poem reads as follows. The last 365 days have helped to grow me in ways I couldn't have imagined, working on healing and discovering my peace, learning that I have been enough, driving myself towards my happiness. I have even pushed myself into the uncomfortable, seeking more from myself than ever before. The more is good to challenge myself. Getting lost and doing more isn't always best. One day I will transition from this place. I should make sure that I have a smile, not left questioning what if I did this or that. I have learned to live for the moment, not worrying about yesterday or tomorrow, just existing in the now, as it has been incredibly uncomfortable. I have struggled at times with this concept, yet when I focus and commit, it has given me some of the greatest enlightenment I have ever experienced. The tears that have fallen have become smiles and laughs. I stand here today so proud of myself during this journey as I continue to push forward without giving up. Now I will stand at that sunrise with thanks. And as the day draws to a close, I will meet the sunset to set my goals. Thank you for another trip around the sun, for another 365 days that I can complete. If the universe sees it shall be, with a grateful heart, I thank you for another ticket. This is 38. Yeah, uh, I started the mission to go see a sunrise, didn't get a sunrise. I did get my sunset. But you know what I learned about 38? I had punished myself since Lucas died. I would get up and I would go to the sunrise and I would tell him all the things that I didn't get done or whatever. And then sunset, I would set my goals for the future. And this year, all I wanted to do was be around my son. So halfway through it, I just went and got him. Traditions are made to be modified. And I'm so thankful that I'm finding light in the darkness that I was walking. So it's a beautiful thing.
<laughs> birthday comes, you're with your family, you're feeling sad. There were times I was in Virginia, I was thinking about her. June 19th, the caption is an emoji of a rose and a heart. Poem reads as follows. I search for her in our favorite place, hoping I will run into her, knowing that I won't. My heart isn't breaking. I just find myself replaying memories, moments that made me smile. It's like a rose that is wilting away. Every time I am met with disappointment that I have come to expect, another rose petal falls from the stem, guiding me away from the loss, leaving me to move forward. I know I can't remain in the clouds. I miss her, but soon all the petals will fall from that stem. All of these feelings, happy and sad, will be distant memories. This is another me telling myself, hey, like, you got to move forward. Because what was happening to myself is like the places that she would visit, the places that she would frequent, I found myself just, I would find myself there in autopilot, having no reason to be there. And it was just really just trying to see her. And um, yeah, that's, I don't know. I just, it's what happened. June 22nd, caption reads as follows. They have helped me to grow more than they will ever know. I have grown accustomed to being alone, that I have missed the calls to come home. I would give anything to see them smile. I have learned that I am not on trial. I get to exist and enjoy their bond, watching my father and son go beyond. The space in which my father and I accepted defeat. I am a servant left without a job to complete. Be patient as I adjust to my new role. Left with my thoughts as I reflect, I am whole. Uh, this, we were leaving the airport and both of them, the cute story about this is both of them cried and they cried with their backs turned to each other because they didn't want to make each other sad. And that made my heart feel so full um, because I have had an issue with, because my dad was serving this country and he wasn't always my dad as I needed him. So I didn't get the childhood with my dad the way Ryan is getting to experience him. And my grandfathers were never close to me, so I never got to experience what my grandfathers were like, really, but just in these subtle times. Um, the, the, the message that I've learned that I was supposed to be learning to discover, we can't be focused on what isn't. We must focus on what is. And seeing these two smile made my heart just warm, just full. June 26, caption <laughs> reads as follows. What does your heart say to you? I want to tuck away hiding into that safe space in which my ego will comfort me, allowing me to be coddled as it tells me it's okay. Knowing that I want to touch the stars, I can't hide at all. I must stand in the uncomfortable to gain my reward. As I have learned that, I am the condition of my own choices. This was me, you know, kind of struggling. I was really in that season where it was my birthday. And I remember one of the things she talked about was like, she liked, she believed in yes days and I never got to experience that. So what, I, what I've learned going forward is I was in limerence. I've been in limerence the whole time. I just been limerencing it up, baby. And, um, I had, to, I recently, when I wrote this poem, which, I think that might be 131. I might give that to you at the end. I might give the limerence poem in, in, in the end. But it, I realized that what was going on was 
even as I got to November, I was still kind of missing her because ultimately it was limerence. Um, because I didn't get the closure I necessarily sought, I was seeking closure in different ways. And I was trying to find that connection instead of realizing that it's okay. It's okay. It was beautiful while it lasted and now it's done and we have to move forward. So that's, that's kind of the season I'm in. <laughs> June 29th, caption reads as follows. It was an amazing month. There were so many smiles without any tears. My prayer is that I will see another June. I know what I must do until next time. Thank you, June. My smile hasn't left my face. As years past would be, filled with sadness or doubt. I have enjoyed myself in a month in which I tend to hide or tuck away, keeping myself out of sight, staying alone so I don't cause concern. Hiding in the darkness, shielding my light, I decided to be uncomfortable, standing boldly in the light, dancing in the rain, and smiling at the sunrises and sunsets. Overwhelmed with freedom, I am so blessed for all the love I have been shown. Now I set my sights onward as I seek a partner to share my days with. Healed I am, no longer afraid to share my light. This being the last day of this month, I just want to say thank you, June. Uh, one of the things that I, I've learned about myself this year, too, there was a lot of, you know, I think there's a process of learning and, and healing and um, there'll be ongoing things from just trauma I experienced. But as a whole, I finally truly put it together in this this 10 year scope. I thought like I figured it out years ago, but I figured out certain things. I, I figured out how not to be hard on myself, to love myself, self-worth. Um, I figured out that I am enough and I don't really care what anyone has to say. I am okay with who I am and you have to take me as what I am. And all of this encompasses love without limits. And so um, I've been able to, to do that because of, you know, what this, what this is. July 1st, this is the first day of the rest of your life. <laughs> Woo, focus yourself on the process. Don't fall in love with the outcome. This is a very important poem. And, um, you know, I think it's in my top five as well. You know, it, it's one of those things where I've had to focus myself on the things that are going to make me uncomfortable because in the end, the outcome or the result will be happiness and peace. But when I'm only focused on trying to get my happiness, I don't tend to, I don't tend to do the process well. So I read to you again, focus yourself on the process, people. Don't fall in love with the outcome. If you're working right, everything will come to you. July 1st as well, you don't need outside inspiration to find your own sense of direction. That is the caption. Poem reads as follows. The one thing I have always wanted continues to leave my side. At times, I think I'm not meant for this type of prize, which makes me realize I wouldn't even know who I'm, I am looking for. She could be near me this whole time, and I keep walking by her looking for someone else. This is me kind of circling the pit, feeling like, you know what? What's going on? Like, Because what it, what it is is this is her birth month. Her birthday is July 25th, and I know it's coming, and I'm like, I'm in this place where I'm like, you know, we could still be friends. I think at the time we still were. And I think at this month, at this point, yeah, it's not until after her birthday that I actually unfriended her off of, the, you know, social media. Because really it was like, 
you've walked away. I need to walk away. And so that's really what it was. And so like, I'm sitting here watching things in the background and kind of seeing things. And ultimately I'm, I'm missing her when really the lesson that I would teach any of you. And I would teach my, and I've taught my son is, is that when you decide to walk away as I did, because ultimately um, the communication and the energy shifted. And then there was a seven minute and 11 message of me thanking her and, and sending dismissal. And I didn't like it because ultimately she never responded. There was no rebuttal. But really, in this story that I wrote, it's not her leaving me. It's me leaving her. So kind of is what it is. But it's like quitting or getting fired. It doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, people want to take hold of something. But really, for me, it's about letting it go. And that's what I've learned over this. Enough about that. July 4th, caption reads as follows. You are more than just a moment. Continue to push towards the uncomfortable. You will find joy in the unknown. Time hasn't always been my ally, as silent nights have led to bad choices or desperate actions that haven't resulted in joy. Wasted moments have brought me nothing when the night draws near and the silence begins. I remind myself to be still, even when I want to move. My intent is clear. If I can't have what I want, settling for anything or anyone else won't satisfy my calling. Leaving me without joy, I will focus my energy to my growth. That way, I won't be destructive. This is me sitting in a space, really just wanting to blow shit up. <laughs> ah, July 7th, I'm going to give you a backronym. The caption, it reads as follows. Far away, real reasons exist now. If you need to know what a backronym is, that is basically creating an acronym by, but putting it in any order. It doesn't have an assemble order, but in this assemble order, it is someone's name. It is Farron. Poem reads as follows. My travels have taken me to many different places, adventures that have left me with many memories. I am thankful for this journey, even as I grow tired of the road, as I won't stay in one place too long. All that I want is to be with you as you remind me that I belong. You are the place that feels like home. Beautiful poem. Beautiful poem. Proud of it. At the time, I would have told you it was a top five. It's not because it's not just the words, but her favorite color was purple and there's a purple door. It all just, it's a beautiful, you know, yeah, that's the artist in me. But um, at the time, I probably would have told you it was top five. It's not top five. Um, there's not, you're not going to have a, I don't think you're going to have a love poem in that. That's top five. But it, it really meant a lot to me to write this backronym because I was fighting against myself going, should I be really writing about this? And I'm, I'm starting to edge myself into that place to love without limits and to, and to break away from the limitations. That's what's beautiful about this. July 12th. I was in um, Fort Lauderdale when I wrote this. Keep going is the caption. And this is at a sunrise. Morning arrives before my alarm as I race downstairs to arrive at the beach as the sun starts to peak from the ocean. My smile returns. Waves crash against the sand. The light shines from the water. I am thankful for another day. I am full of joy. The trip, the, bl the blitzes that I did for work, where we toured the whole state, I got to go to Tampa, I got to Fort Lauderdale, we were in the Panhandle, Jacksonville. 
man, the sunrises and sunsets were so beautiful. And that time in the summer was amazing. July 13th, you are where I belong. When I look into your eyes, I know that I am home. Honorable mention on this one. <laughs> Honorable mention, not top five. I've given you one so far. Still got four more spots to go. Let's keep going. July 15th, pressurized cabin thoughts. I think I'm flying to Tampa on this one. I have taken many flights, early mornings and late nights. City to city, an adventure awaits as the traveler deliberates where his adventures will take him next as I sit on this flight awaiting your text. Yeah, 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 yeah. July 17th caption is gifts are all around you. Poem reads as follows. Each day I wake before the sun lights the sky to see its beauty is the reward I gladly accept. It's in these moments I am truly still just listening to the melody of the sea, taking in the sights as a new day will begin. Yeah, the summer was awesome. I got to go some some cool places and do some cool things with amazing people. And I'm so thankful for that. And God knew because if I was at home, I would have been a mess. You're about to see on July 25th when I get cute because I'm going to get cute. And I'm telling you right now what I did. I'm slapping my hand because I should have just left it at what it was. <laughs> July 19th, caption reads as follows. Be wise with the words you say. Poem. We poison the wells of our children's hearts with the words that we speak when they are the precious gifts sent to make us whole. I was seeing a mom literally screaming at her kid, and I just was like, we got to be careful with what we say. I catch myself sometimes when I get frustrated to make sure that my message is clear and to the point of where it needs to be for my son, because speaking out of anger is dangerous. You have to control your emotions, people. Lessons with Jam. July 20th, there is beauty in sharing your vulnerability. I have listened as you have cried, wondering why. If I had those answers, I would supply you with comforts in every way. Though this moment is tough, I know that you will find your way. Don't give up before the light shines your way. You are so amazing. Remember these words I say. <laughs> oh, man. Um... This is another entry in the top five that I'm about to give you. July 22nd, cry into the ocean. I found myself really sad as I was approaching this birthday with silence. So I, I'm here we go. Poem is poem. As it, as it reads, I found myself upset by the contents of my heart that I'm left to inspect. I have been robbed of the joy that was meant to be mine. Expectations left unmet. Disappointment starts to set into my soul. Fragmented, no longer whole. I run trying to find my peace, returning to the place to put me at ease with a melody that speaks to me, recharging me with energy. It's another thing, me telling you basically that, you know, I'm, I'm sad, but man, I'm looking at some beautiful ass sunsets to get me through it. <laughs> it's saving me because, man, I am in my feelings. <laughs> July 24th, be open to a complete overhaul. Give me the courage to move forward if what I want won't serve what I need. I am telling myself already to get prepared for what tomorrow is going to bring me. Tomorrow being July 25th, which is her birthday. That's, that's what I did. The 
July 24th, even as I miss your smile, I gain strength. Your absence has enlightened me just as much as your presence. And let me tell you something about what I just said in that. People's presence usually is what gives you so much. But when a person's absence is just as powerful as their presence, that's not good for them. But it was good for me. In the end, I have needed it. Poem reads as follows. I know why you couldn't be with me. I understand. There is no malice as this life always has a plan. Even as we will go different paths, I extend grace as I know this world is cruel. Your walk has been difficult, expectations left unmet by those who wouldn't honor their promises. Then I arrive with concepts concepts that seemed impossible by your worldview. You were thinking small. Though I know this, I will show you my gratitude. The time you spent with me has improved my life, shaping my mind in ways I couldn't imagine. I leave you with my prayers, as I hope you find what you are looking for. This is me calling to action to her and telling Farron, you know, from Tampa, Florida, like, hey, look, I get it. I get it. But ultimately, um, you know, it just, I missed her. You know what I mean? I, I just wish that she would have not shut herself off and she would have given me the chance that I needed but it was too late by then, and we were already done, and it was already done. So, um, yeah. So, what what do you do in that situation? Oh, so I'll keep my. That's going to be tricky. Okay, I know what I need to do. Gotta mute it. That's not good at all. Well struggling but what i want to do is i've got to go forward and find the poem because i'm going to read it to you from the space that it was i'm going to read it for you on july 25th as i wrote it you're going to see it again on september 20th because I got cute. As I call it, two birds with one stone. What I did was, this poem is originally wrote for Farron, but I flipped it into Ashby because once again, I was still worrying about what people were gonna say and what they were thinking. After September, I no longer gave a shit. After actually, really, I posted this poem, I no longer gave a shit. But I'm gonna give you the truth here. This poem was written for Farron, but I flipped it to make it seem about Ashby. So I'm gonna read it because it's only one line that kind of takes it out and it's the starting line. So here it is, July 25th, as I wrote it that morning that I looked at her Facebook. Morning broke on the 25th, wanting to celebrate that you exist. Knowing that you have left my side, I no longer needed to know why. You have made your choice. You left in silence without using your voice. I arrived in my favorite city, still seeking reciprocity. I will take my prize in the form of a sunrise, a rooftop overlooking the city for my sunset, when really it's you I can't forget. This month is almost at an end. I will push forward my heart to defend. There was a place called The Edition in Tampa that I wanted to take her to, and I ended up going to that place, and it was a beautiful sunset I got to see, but I would have given anything at that moment to have her with me. We're going to flip sides. All right, so um, like I said, I I gave you the original context of that poem. I shifted the first line 
to make it about Ashby when the time comes. It will be about her birthday, so it throws everybody off the context of it. But I've given you the truth here because I believe in the truth and I believe in transparency. It's what we make. So July 25th as well, you are not trapped. The This ghost of my past, visit with me. No longer in a space in which they haunt me. I welcome their presence as I have grown into an amazing man. My losses can't constrict me as I am free. Failure doesn't exist as I won't give up. Though we had moments, that is the past. I will continue to forge ahead, knowing that one day my journey will end. July 26, you have done the work, now you must accept the award. I believe that my fear of being alone has clouded my walk as I head home. I'm not afraid of my deepest self as my heart is no longer up on a shelf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's something, isn't he? July 29th, caption, it's always an adventure. When I arrive in Tampa, I will be back soon. Poem reads as follows. Tampa continues to be a place that I make amazing memories. Each visit brings a smile to my face. Traveling for work or just for fun, there is an adventure Every time I arrive in the city, full of history and bright lights, it's almost been 20 years since the first time I visited. I fall in love more and more each time I return. It was another great adventure. Until next time, when I see you again. I love Tampa. I've said it before. And it was just, it was so good for my soul to be there at that time. God has a way of putting me where I need to be in moments that I need to be. July 29th, do you have the courage to be uncomfortable? What you won't change is what you are choosing. Push into uncomfortable spaces to ensure you grow. I'm telling myself, come on, Jemiah, you know that you've got to move forward. You can't hold on to relics, and that's what you're doing. So come on now. August 4th, why must I punish myself? And if I only knew four days later I'd be in an accident, it would take me five months to get this all taken care of. Boy, I would have wrote something else. This poem <laughs> is for another friend of mine that I, she's a cool person. I, I was always kind of, I had a crush on her. Her name's Taylor. Um <laughs> And she was talking about going to the fair in Iowa and I just had some work commitments and I couldn't do it. And cause I've written two poems about this. This is the first one. And the second one, I started figuring out these features in, in Instagram where you could actually attach music. And I felt like the music would, and I'm to keep myself, that kind of happened where it blurred it before, where kind of started playing the music. I don't want them to ultimately kill me, but ultimately it'd be me cutting the check to Ben Rector. Like, I think he's a great artist. Love them. I think me and Ben could get it settled. I'm not trying to copyright anything, but that's what kind of blurred it. So I had to kind of turn that off as I'm getting ready to go through these poems because all these poems now have a lot of them have music to kind of give you the background to it. So that's where we're starting. But like I said about Taylor, I wrote these two poems because I just felt so bad. I really wanted to go to the fair with her in Iowa and spend some time with her. And I could have, you know, for all the times I forget, there was another woman I could have easily, you know, and now I'm social media all fasting and yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so why must I punish myself August 4th? Here it is. <laughs> you wanted me to take that flight. The work calls even tonight. I'm left to wonder with my decision of this journey that I won't abandon. Even when I should be selfish, my purpose won't allow me to be foolish. There is still so much to do. Unfortunately, my work will keep me from you. <sighs> this is one of two for Taylor. Uh, because really, I think she's an amazing woman. And, I, you know, I mean, I don't know what could come of anything. I just, she's a great friend, but like, you know, I'm attracted to her, whatever. You know, it would have been nice to spend some time with her. But unfortunately, um, I'm a workaholic and, you know, I was top flight security of the world. I keep getting on these missions that I get sent and I have to do things. <laughs> so I'm in airports instead of, and, you know, at the fair eating funnel cakes with pretty women. But I digress. <laughs> August 5th, put words to your deepest dilemma. At the time, I felt so bad sitting in that damn airport. I was mad because I wanted to be with her. Um, but I was going to another city doing work. Poem reads as follows. There is no pursuit to claim when I won't say your name to stand up and be present. Instead, I will miss this moment to visit as I will continue to do what's right, even when wrong is what I want tonight. There is still so much to complete. My purpose won't see me retreat from all that I will accomplish, even if that means missing out on you to flourish. I hope in the new year that I get to see her. Um, we've we've had a very incredible journey this year, and she's been a very she's had some really nice words, and I just really enjoyed talking with her. And so I'm I'm just thankful for the people in my life who are amazing people. But if they're pretty, kind of helps too, and. Um, yeah, it was tough to be in that airport, not going to Iowa and going to another city in Florida to, to fix some things. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> let's keep moving. August 6th, <laughs> caption, I am not lost, just adrift at the moment. I know that I have to reflect to remember who I am. I want you to be who you are. I'm told that I matter, even in a moment in which I can't believe that statement. I am finding my way in a time where I feel lost, only to be reminded that I didn't need to be found. I am seen and valued, even when I don't believe it. I need to find alignment. This will require me to be selfish. The course is set as this journey shall commence to find that place that reminds me of who I am. I'm struggling. I mean, I, I felt bad about not being able to go to Iowa, and then I'm just like, why are these things happening to me? And really what it comes down to is stop beating up on yourself, stupid. August 7th, let go of yourself. I'm sorry, my friend, that I gave you my heart to defend. As that won't happen again, I will speak my secrets into the wind. This is not a poem in stature that like is so beautiful, but let me tell you why I love it. And it's in my top five, this from Mr. Matt Lott. We had a conversation in this time, too, where he was talking about he was reading a lot of my poetry and he was like, have you ever thought about writing a book or putting it together? And I'm like, no, that's not that's not what I need to be doing. But like, we kind of was was kind of getting into it because he was like, man, you should write a book. He was like, man, I would I would help you launch it. I think, you know, your words mean so much to me. And I know some friends and, da -da -da, and I'm like, no, I'm trying to do that. And then he was just talking to me about it so much. And it was really just I just was at a low place about it. And I just was like, no, it doesn't matter. My poetry doesn't mean anything. It's whatever. It's just kind of my thing I do. I snapped at him. And I felt bad. I went to bed that night and I woke up the next morning. I felt like shit. 
And I told him, you know, I'm sorry, I, I kind of snapped at you. And, and then I had to tell him the truth. You know, I already have two books written. I lost faith in myself, so I never published them. And I'm just afraid because I don't think I'm valuable and it doesn't matter. And he was like, it, you know, it, it caused me to cry because he was like, no, you mean so much. Your words have helped me and you've helped me through my divorce. And I have friends that read your poems. And, da, da, da. and um, one of his friends who wrote a book, she actually sent me the book. And um, it just meant so much to me what he what he was doing for me. And so um, in stature, this poem doesn't really have wings, but the meaning behind it puts it in the top five because this moment is when I decided that I was going to write a book and I was going to publish it. It was in this month that I decided, guess what? I'm going to write a book and I'm going to publish it because we talked about it. And I said, you know what? I can do it. And I've got a fourth of it done. <laughs> and we're going to keep going because the goal, I started in August and the goal is to have it done by next August so that I can publish it. So, yeah. August 9th, I am the creator of my dreams and the author of my story. I didn't write a poem on August 8th. It was a horrible day. <laughs> poem reads as follows. If I have a heartbeat, I have the opportunity to be everything I ever dreamt I would be. That's so true. August 14th, you are everything to me. I'm still in limerence, people. <laughs> still in limerence. You spoke these words that I needed to hear, yet when I turn over, you are not here. Beautiful poem. Back then, top five. Now, no. <laughs> We're going to keep going. This is a top five poem right here, August 15th. In this discovery year, I have taken many losses. The enlightenment I have received makes them lessons. You were never lost as you turned your back on yourself. Serving others kept you from serving yourself. Take a deep breath. Let's start again. This world is at your fingertips. This was me telling me, myself, that I've always been good enough and that I've got to do better for myself. So I just decided to do better for myself. August 16th, morning thoughts. Go ahead and do the things they call weird. Do away with your disappointment. Dance under the moonlight, bathe in the rays of the sun. Look towards the stars as the path towards your goals. Smile big and live bold as you work to make your dream unfold. Disregarding the world as you have been told many times before that you are crazy, that what you want isn't obtainable. You know that you will touch the stars. Don't get lost in the whispers of doubt. I had to tell myself again that I am worth it and that I am worthy. And that's where that poem came from. August 16th, I have felt as I don't matter or that I am not worthy, then I am reminded that I am everything. Poems read as follow. There are those who believe in me, even as I have lost belief in myself. I smile so they won't worry about me. They don't know that I am not okay. Filled with doubt as I have lost my confidence to touch those stars. Now I sit and look up with a wish that one day I will accomplish my goal. Spending my time observing everyone without truly connecting to any of them. They can't see me as I have made it my priority to stay undetected in any moment. My presence is felt only in a passing gaze. There are times I don't want it to be this way. I have wanted to be like everyone else. That will require a vulnerability that would test the limits of my heart. I am smart enough to understand this task. 
I will have to step into the uncomfortable to, to, to succeed and claim my dream. I was working on something in August. I was trying to push myself forward beyond Farron, and then I'm going through this accident thing, but I really was just so... I didn't realize until November and that poem's going to come, which is a top five poem, that I was... The accident really was the scab that needed to be ripped off because really I was kind of hiding my emotions about how everything was. I was in limerence and I didn't want to accept it and I was allowing it to um, mess with my confidence. August 16th, again, I am worthy. Wrote a lot that day. The burden of my truth doesn't exist in a prison. My purpose is found inside the palace that I have built for myself. The only voice I seek is my own. Once again, if you've been with me, if you've listened to anything I've said, palace versus prison, first time you listen to me on an episode, go back. I used to, in my mind, have the voice that spoke to me. It would speak negatively. It was a prison mentality, eight by eight cell. But once I learned to calm that person and dispel that energy, I realized I, I'm living in a palace adorned with gold and flowers that smell beautiful. It is the place that I enjoy. And my mind became mine again. And that person in my head does not speak down to me ever again. That's kind of a freestyle. I kind of, kind of like that. August 17th. And then I woke up. I saw a moment in which we would smile. The day would come to a close as the night would unfold. To hold your hand, looking into your eyes, I am where I want to be. I'm saying this and then the caption is, and then I woke up. I realized, yeah, it's just a dream. <laughs> August 19th, what makes you afraid of your greatest self? The possibility of never reaching him top five poem. This is the fourth one. The fifth one will be in November. Um, I, I ended up posting it in a way I wish I didn't. So I'm going to read it to you the way I wrote it. Help me to find the courage to quell my own doubt. Restore unto me the strength to face the unknown, pushing through my fear into the uncomfortable. I felt like I was in that moment when that morning when I went out to look at the sunrise and I was just really going through my emotional set. It was me trying to summon up the, the courage and really, I didn't get it right here, but I never took the poem down. I needed to help. I need to find the courage, but I needed to have strength given to me. And that's really what that came down to. Um, the way I posted it was, it was helped me to find the courage to quell my own doubt, restore unto me the courage to face the unknown. It was the strength to face the unknown. And I figured that out. So. August 21st. Ryan James. In these moments, I see flashes of the man he will be. Strong and capable, confident and full of life. 
He loves to challenge himself as he is willing to take risk. There are times that I look at him with the question of, is this my child? Each time he pushes through the ceiling, accomplishing new feats. This energy he displays is magnetic. As I find myself pushing through my limits, each time I am in his presence, he has saved my life, reshaping how I view my purpose. He is an incredible human being. I am blessed and honored that I get to be his dad. This day, this little joker was riding the hell out of this jet ski. And I couldn't begin to tell you how proud I am of him. It just really was cool to see him like just in his element doing his thing. Um, this, you could say, it, it could be, you know, a, a top 10 poem, but I'm only giving you the top five. This was a very important poem for me too. Um, in this moment, I got to, he got to have a great day with an old friend. And that old friend, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna speak on that. <laughs> August 21st, thank you for the inconvenience because <laughs> it's been a season. It is through inconvenience I have made time to reflect as it has given me time to recharge. I have learned that I have looked at pride from an outside perspective. I forgot it was an internal climb. Assigning my hopes to the masses, I became lost in the need for their adulation when I have been met with hardship. Now I fully understand that tough times will come and go. That when I face trouble, I should seek counsel instead of siloing myself. I should continue to shine bright, reminding myself that I have always mattered. This is me realizing that oh, I'm going to be in a season of inconvenience because I'm having to, I can't control how my car gets fixed. I can't control anything. And I literally just felt like, damn, I, you know, I don't like to ask for help, but that's that was the final lesson that the Lord was literally trying to teach me, that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay. You're not a burden. Get over it. <laughs> August 22nd, we're in limerence again, people. Everything and everyone melts away when I was with you. That caption with a heart emoji was something she said to me once in a text. So I flipped it and made it in the caption when I wrote this poem about her. The card that sits on my desk has your name on it. Without an address, it contains words from my heart. I wrote it with the intentions of you reading it until the day came when you walked away. Now it just sits on my desk as a memory of what could have been. It doesn't sit on my desk anymore, but I think I put it in a box and I got to find it. Got to get rid of it. We leave that in 2023. We don't carry it with us in 24, people. Remember, we settle debts before we leave a year. We don't carry them with us. August 23rd, what makes you fear your greatest self? The possibility of never reaching him. The caption on that where there were moments when I was afraid that I wouldn't be great. So afraid of worrying about what I was wasn't i should say i'm afraid of what what it was that i wasn't that i forgot who i was <sighs> caption starlight with the heart emoji poem reads as follows i will not find peace within the cheers of the crowd i have learned my dreams are found within the stars august 27th 
there are two poems that will be titled 10 years later. The last poem that I published for the year is a follow-up to this poem. The picture is a picture of me on Ryan's birthday 10 years ago, holding him as he was sleepy. So cute. The poem reads as follows. 10 years later, I have realized that this picture has so much meaning. It was the first day of the rest of my life. Ryan was just enjoying his birthday while I was filled with embarrassment and shame after I had lost my job. How was I going to start over? 10 years later, I have realized that I have traveled many places, cried alone in moments of shame, laughed my ass off with friends, made memories that warm my heart. That th This moment started a new journey. Though it was an incredibly tough moment, I am thankful that it happened as I have gained more than I lost shaping me into the man I am today, 10 years later. Top 10 poem, easily. Uh, both of them. But um, another poem that I was favorite, like I said, the fifth and final of the top five is, is the last poem of it 10 years later. But this was the first of, of two 10 years later. This moment was critical. Um, I think if I was going to put a picture to the last one, it would be me. It would be me smiling because I went through all this shit, but I figured it out. You know, August 31st, I have struggled when it's the caption. Sorry. The caption is I have struggled when it's my time to stand in the light. I have spent my time hiding in the shadows far out of reach, recording the moments of others as they step into the light. I have been afraid to shine, but today I will step into the uncomfortable. The poem. My fear is that I will fail those people who entrusted me with their faith. This was important. And the reason why it was important is because of this. Promotion season was upon us at work. And um, at the time when I was going up for it, I didn't know really where I stood, but I knew I would have the opportunity to show who I am. When I came out of it, my boss, who was my current boss, uh, he was my peer. Um, he's a great employee, great peer, all that. Um, I didn't realize that I was in the final two with him, and I made it really hard on them to pick pick him, even though he – I mean, as far as how he managed his state, best employee in the company. Um, that's probably what got him over the line. Um, and his tenure. He has, he's three more years on me than, than I do here. I've only been with this company two years. But – I was so afraid that I would let down the people who really were boosting me up. I remember my old boss, Miss Kim, was telling me, she was kind of scolding me because I didn't really care about being the boss. I just want to do, as she calls it, individual contributor roles. Because in those roles, I only have to boss myself. I don't have a responsibility to anyone else, really. And I've liked to be in that space because I've been in that space the last 10 years. And it's quite fun, people. It's it's easier to manage yourself and your time than to have to manage other people because people are special. <laughs> but um, in the end, I did not fail anyone. I actually made them all proud. September 3rd. It's a sunset with a heart emoji. That's the caption. Just out of reach as I'm sitting on this beach, she's in her, she is in her element as I refuse to be absent. I'm locked in this moment. Uh, a little love poem, you could say. There was this lady just standing in the water. It's just a beautiful picture. If you could see it, it's beautiful. Um, and so I just, on the fly, just 
felt that and I wrote it and boom. September 4th, <laughs> caption, old chapters, new beginnings. Ashby had made a return and this poem was directly to her. I know that we could be a moment away from either of us walking away. If my interest isn't as strong, I became lost in trying to belong, causing me to lose belief that you and me could become we. Yeah. You know. You learn lessons. And the, the lesson that I close this year out on is you don't go backwards. We go forward. Onward. Onward is the mission. <laughs> and so by learning that, you've get, you, you got me raw. I'm telling you all these things because I wrote them, but I've learned so much this year. September 4th. Caption. You'll, you'll see these over the time. It's a heart emoji with a key. This is something that I've, it's a signature of me. It's called keys to my heart. I'm really speaking from my heart when I write this. So if you see this on a poem on my Instagram, this is keys to my heart, basically. This journey has illuminated your mind as well as it has captivated your heart. You can't keep hiding when you were meant to shine. Supporting others is respectable. Being selfish will help you drive, will help drive you to your goals. Stop allowing the world to give you its scraps. Take what is meant for you. I know that it makes you uncomfortable to step into the light. The light has always signaled it in. What if the light is you touching the stars, a place in which you are happy, calm, and you are at peace? If you don't step into that light, you won't ever bask in the rays of its warmth. Push against your comfort. Resist where the world places you. You are incredible, and they overlook the greatness you exude. Any and everything is possible. Will you stand up and claim what is yours? So once again, me talking to myself and saying, hey, pull it together. Shit's going on. People are leaving your life. Because really, this was that last poem was me in this time. She came back in August. And what it was is, and I'll, and I'll be truthfully honest, when I had that first accident, it was very scary. And I didn't really... I didn't really process it the right way. And my first girlfriend, I remember messaging her and, and was talking to her for a bit. Just, it, it gave me a little comfort. And then it was like, Ashby, I went through people to try to call to come get me. And then in the end, she was like, why'd you call me? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I just need somebody to pick me up. I was in an accident. And of course she was like, oh, we should hang out. And then I did. Well, in the end, she just ended up being on the same bullshit that she was always on. And so this was me saying that you're constantly hiding. You're not putting yourself out there. You're just accepting what the world throws at you instead of taking what is meant for you. And so what I learned from that as we go into 24 is <laughs> they have no idea who I am. So that's the beauty of it. September 5th, I have a story to tell is the caption. Faced with various challenges, I continue to find my smile. Loss has become an art form. Pain is just my paintbrush, and my life is the canvas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. September 12th, when I finally washed my hands of Ashby, and I was done, and I was, boom, that's another peg done. The caption, the moments were allowed, that the moments we are allowed are a blessing. Even in loss, 
I'm thankful for the lessons. Foolish to your charm, I just wanted to be loved. Even as I gave everything, it wouldn't be enough. You only sought what I could offer. My heart was never what you were after. Oof. And we're just leaving it there. There's, there's, it's not about pointing fingers or accusing people. It's about just being in the seat with your own perspective. It's not perception. This is perspective, people. And I'm giving it to you through the Lost Episode 7, as usual. Um, I'll give you this last one, and then we're going to change sides. September 13th, caption, cherish the mundane. Poem reads as follows. We waste precious moments when we don't have the right intentions, as ulterior motives will only cost us our peace. Once again, I'm speaking out to say that when people are wasting your time, time is a precious resource. You can't get it back. So stop letting people waste your time and stop wasting your own time. Cut through the mundane and push yourself into the uncomfortable. We're going to change sides. All right. New side. Like I said, it's going to be a long episode. I think we're going to push two hours in this one. Uh, but I've given, I'm giving you, you know, 60 other poems. So uh, we're back in it. September 13th, caption reads as follows. I have been creative this year. Poem 100. This was 100th poem. The fastest I have posted this number since I started. I got here by challenging myself even when I wanted to give up. Whatever you want to do, go after it with everything. I am going to make all of you proud of me. Just keep watching me. Poem reads as follows. Years ago, I started showing the world pieces of my heart. Even then, I was terrified of what this would become. Years later, I have shared my existence, learning with each poem that my voice matters. I have battled with doubt and fear, questioned my own purpose. Only to find myself at this moment, the moment in which I claim everything that is meant for me. This poem isn't just for me. It's for each of you. You will have those moments that cause you to doubt yourself. You will want to give up. People won't understand your vision. They may even question you. Don't allow them to dim your light. I am not supposed to be here. I once gave up and was ready to exit. I'm still here and I have accomplished goals that I never thought I would. You are all amazing. Even when you feel small, you have always been enough. I believe in you. I'm asking all of you and my future self to just keep going. Top 10 poem, because I'm talking to all of you, but I'm talking to myself in the future tense, because I'm going to have a rough day in the future, and I'm going to have this poem to come back to and remember. September 16th, no need to pretend to be someone else. As the caption poem reads as follows, it felt like something was missing. My thoughts sit in the distance as I would help you in a moment that I abandoned myself. I have walked this path before, knowing this I will return to the place that allows me to let go. Relax and recharge to remind myself exactly who I am. I, will, I was always that man and I will always be until I no longer breathe. <sighs> this... <laughs> Is some limerence, you know, I'm, I'm fresh out of like, Ashby came back and, you know, I didn't know what that was about. I had to dismiss that. So what did I do? I immediately started going, oh no, Farron. <laughs> and I had to remind myself, as the last three go, I was always that man and I will always be until I no longer breathe. Yeah. September 18th. 
Sometimes I do these things um, where I write four lines. I call it a four-line stanza. This is the caption, which is four-line stanza. This was a four-line stanza. I think I was in a hotel one day somewhere. And um, I just try to write four lines, and I try to make them rhyme, or just try to make them flow. So really no substance to it besides practicing the craft. This is one of those moments where you get a practiced poem, because a lot of times those practice poems, they sit in my drafts. Four-line stanza. I want to win more than I will show when my feelings forego. The truth I won't expose even when my heart overflows. Bars. <laughs> September 20th. <laughs> As we're approaching Ashby's birthday in October, I thought I was cute because really the reason I posted it this poem at this time is because I sat on this poem since July and I said, it's a really good poem. So I wanted to publish it. And it was a top five at the time, but it's not. It's just a heart. <laughs> but this was the poem on July 25th. I'm gonna read it to you again, but I flipped it. And this is Ashby's. Morning broke on the second, wanting to celebrate that you exist. Knowing that you have left my side, I no longer needed to know why. You have made your choice. You left in silence without your voice. I arrived in my favorite city, still seeking reciprocity. I will take my prize in the form of a sunrise, a rooftop overlooking the city for my sunset, when really it's you I can't forget. This month is almost at an end. I will push forward my heart to defend. If you scroll back to Lost Episode 4 or 5, when, my, when I took Ashby to Tampa, we were downtown. We were on a rooftop, but we had that rooftop pool, and there's a beautiful poem in there. So... When you look at it, if I was being poetic or creative, it could have worked if I didn't tell you the secret, but got to be truthful. Y'all my people. September 20th, I have come so far, but there is still so much left to do. I was afraid that everything I wanted seemed to float away, leaving me to search my feelings while I built my resolve. The best part of this story is that it marches on. If you watch closely, you will get to see it unfold. I will reach that finish line. There is nothing that I, that will, I will allow to stop me from standing in that light. From now, I will sit all alone, tinkering inside of my home. Stay tuned. A story will be told. Oh, man. Limerence. 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 September 25th. Baby, 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 baby. Use your words, is the caption. <laughs> Poem reads as follows. This, play, this was a place you took me, which I smile each time I return. I'm the traveler, and yet I'm still shown new experiences. Drinking my bubble tea, looking at the window where we sat. I'm so thankful for the time that we had sometimes i think of you in these moments you are missed yeah i often frequent this spot it's one of ryan's favorite in the city um and she took me there and every time i sit at this table and i look out the window i can see her sitting there with her pastel sweater our sweatshirt, I should say, and her, you know, just, I, I won't describe it all. I just, 
I can see her. And um, in those moments, I find myself, they're bittersweet. I find myself laughing because she was taking me through an experience, but I find myself sad because that ghost is gone. September 26, <laughs> captions a heart. <laughs> when you are somewhere with someone with a light that shines bright, everything is all right until the light be- begins to dim. Then comes the flicker into the darkness as they disappear. September 27th, there is no longer space for rules. My sights are set on accomplishing the impossible. Poem reads as follows. To remain true to myself, true to the artist, means I can't hide away or tuck in. When I write or when I speak, I will curate the conditions, allowing myself a space beyond my limits. I will follow my heart, leading with my pen. This is the moment where I basically said to myself, I will stop writing to be cute for all of you. Because to be honest, how many of you are really listening to me? And two, on the Instagram side, how many people are really reading my poetry? Poetry, My reach is very small. I have no reach. So if I'm going to be me, I'm going to have to live by my own means. And so it's the adage I teach my son every day. I'd rather die on my feet than to live on my knees. And that's what that poem really was about. October 1st, worth is mine to hold. Value is how I'm seen in the world. I was in love. She told me that I was the one until the day I saw him. He was everything I couldn't be, broken with tears I couldn't see until the day I walked away. I was free. I mean, you know, your boy was, you know, he was sad, you know. Uh, and this this comes from an encounter where you know you ever you see somebody you, you try to tell yourself you didn't see him. I think I was in the store and I saw them and then I saw her and then she like it's like she saw me and she darted off and I think I have a poem that talks about I finally like wrote it down and then they just disappeared. I was like, yo. So, you know, I mean, and I'm not saying that, you know, she saw me and she was like, oh, no, it was just, you know, life works out that way sometimes. October 3rd, <laughs> words from the acknowledgement of a book I'm working on. It's just a sample. As there are more people to thank, this is me making sure I complete this book. Mother and father, this is the poem as follows are, are the at least acknowledgement. Mother and father, we haven't always seen eye to eye. Missing moments and wasting time. I'm just thankful that you didn't waste a moment making me. Mother, you taught me how to go after my dreams with hard work and an unstoppable will. Father, you reminded me of the you and me that I should live bold and free. To live in my own way by saying fuck it respectfully. She knows it. Come on, man. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's the acknowledgement that's going to be in my book to my parents. October 5th. Be uncomfortable, a perspective that can be seen by many. The beholder is singular as his or her purpose trumps any other narrative. The trick in this is is that it's a perception perspective type of thing. People often can see your perspective, but they don't want to take it in. And because they can't take it in, sometimes you have to move away from them. It's for the best part in you, right? October 9th, rethink your priorities. 
They promised to be honest, asking me to trust them. They would take without returning the favor. They would watch as I cried, never checking to see if I was all right. Each day would come to a close just for me to return to an empty home. With a silence that was deafening, it took some time to find comfort. Once I found it, I never sought them again. And this is just me saying that, you know, the world has expected me to be a certain person. And the moment I said I can't be him, they all stopped really being around me. And that's fine because your absence started to make me stronger. And once I got comfortable with your absence, it was fucking over. (laughs) October 9th, you are becoming who you are. I live simply for the possibility of making all my dreams a reality. I leave that poem for all of you as to say, make sure that you live for the possibility of making your dreams a reality. You owe it to yourself. October 12th, to share our vulnerabilities is courageous. There is beauty inside of each of you. This is a day that God brought a person to me I hadn't seen in years. And we sat down and we had lunch and I probably took two hours of his time, but I walked away with a full heart. The universe brought me a friend that I haven't seen for a few years. He has taken many losses just as I have. I was able to say all the things I needed to say and thankful to sit and talk with him today. Two men holding back tears, giving each other praise for facing their fears. These are the moments that I enjoy, being vulnerable with those who mean the world to me. I cannot tell you what that experience did for my heart. Um, I have another experience that I never wrote a poem about, but I, I met a man in Bluntstown, Mr. James Kirk, like James Tiberius Kirk, the captain of the Starship Enterprise. But um, he's an older man. He's 77. And we were talking and he was just telling me about his family. And we just had a real connection and we just prayed together. And um, I got to see him once, but I got to see him last Friday when I came through town again and saw him. And he was, oh, my God, you remember me? And It's just cool when you stop and you slow down and you listen to people. Every person has a story. We should be listening to them. October 14th, allow me to see your heart. You know, I was trying to be all cute and shit, you know. Poem reads as follows. (laughs) To hear those words leave your lips, I am in disbelief. To know that emotion could exist, needing to feel your love, hoping I could lose myself within your kiss. You know, I was trying to be all poetic for the ladies and shit, you know. This is where we're at. November 3rd, I saw you. I saw you out of the corner of my eye. You didn't see me as I passed by. Circumstance circumstance didn't allow that to happen as we weren't meant to have an interaction. Life can be quite funny even when you are in agony. Protecting you in moments by averting your gaze. Take me back to those fun days. With nights that were lit with your smile making any day with you worthwhile, giving me a space I could breathe. My spirit was full and I was free. Learning that I am all I need, I didn't need you to become complete. Though I enjoyed the view from my seat, I looked to, to the new experiences I shall complete. Um, this was actually the second time I saw her, but this time she didn't see me. And it was just, it, to me, because I, I never wrote a poem about the first experience, but the, this... Um, It's just funny how you can be around a person or see a person and just like how things, how you can be friends, you can be lovers and all this. And then you just, you know, one again, and then you run into people and it's just like you were nobody on the street. But 
I always say God, God or, you know, the universe has favor for me because it always, there's many opportunities, many places like the place that I gave her my, that we had our first kiss. I know I sound like a fucking 12 year old, but these moments mean something to me more than most people. And I go by that place almost every night when I'm coming home from work and I'll just, I can see the night, you know, I can see, I can see everything. <laughs> Talked about it before the kid skateboarding and falling and breaking his ankle and I'm over there smooching, but I, I digress. <laughs> November 5th, tis the season. The season changes. The sun will set. Then will arrive a moonlit glow. The air will fill then, people smiling as the time draws near, in which people smile and cheer. Be mindful of those who sit alone. They are the ones who have lost something or someone. Staring off into the distance, all they want is another chance with their loved ones. It's a tough season. You know, October, November, December, it's supposed to be a merry time, but a lot of people die and a lot of people, we're all missing someone. So be kind to people on this festivist period. November 13th, check your ego. For years you sought love through validation in many forms, rather it was affirmation or through penetration. These have held your consciousness in a state of isolation and frustration. Your anger rises to alert you of your mistake, reminding you that you don't need those things. To focus on your purpose is everything. I know you feel alone, but you must work on true mastery. This isn't about control, more about discipline of self. To know when to remove and to let go. If you can master this practice, peace and harmony shall flow. This is me telling myself to check myself because ultimately me saying I want a partner, I want a partner, that's not what's going to attract that. Me finding my purpose and working on that and being my best self, my light will attract the light meant for me. I get it now. Figured it out. Took me forever, but hey, you know, have faith in me, people. November 13th, he is with me. It's in this walk of honoring you that keeps a smile on my face. Even as my heart breaks, I'm reminded of the memories I had with you, of what I must do. Remaining in the present and living in the moment, I know you watch over me in moments I feel lost. When I see a rainbow, I'm reminded of you, old friend. We're on the back half of this approaching his birthday, and I don't have a tear to shed. Because ultimately, I'm here to honor my friend. November 17th, resist the urge to tame your heart. This is what would led to my social media fast. What made me pull away and, and just say I needed to take some time for me. I will take that month of creativity. I shall observe silence for what was and for what shall come. This isn't about isolation or tearing myself apart. More about reflection and introspection to build myself anew. I seek to bask in triumph, closing the book on my past tragedies. I'm closing out the year and I'm closing out the year quietly in the way that I seek. That's the beauty of what I'm doing. November 18th, it is scary to be seen. You want it to be seen, that's true, not because they can't see you. They would reject your plight only because they see your light and are intimidated by its sight, driving you to seek an interaction. Pause, breathe, and use discretion. 
November 18th. <laughs> it is time. And, and there's an emoji of a door and a, and a black heart. I finally got to the point last month where I no longer wanted to hold back anything. And by me basically saying I observed the silence, I, be, I had been writing a lot. I was writing, like right now, currently, I write every day. Every day of this month, I will write a poem. I will walk away with 31 poems at the end of this month. Um, some of them can probably be used. Some of them can't. It's really not about that, but it's about focusing myself to do it. And this was the call to action moment where I said, okay, here we are. We're opening the door and feel whatever you need to feel because I have been holding back since that wreck. You know, I have been limping through it and now I chose not to. Poem reads as follows. Please allow me your grace. I'm headed to that place. Warm and full of light. Goodbye. I depart in the cover of night. Alone as I will fight the darkness that waits for me. Beyond the reach of your sight, even as you want me to be all right. I will be fine. I have always found my way to escape to that place to regenerate. My smile that isn't forced, but is true. I no longer have the energy to help all of you. Let me say something prophetic. That way, none of you think I'm pathetic. If I can't find my way and can't return, I hope I made a difference. You are now adjourned. And here is the poem after I opened the door that was me finally just saying, let's pull the scab off. The caption is, Dear August, it's, November, it's now November. I, I am opening doors that I once locked. Black heart with a, with a door. <clears throat> poem reads as follows. Dear August, you opened up the scab on a closed wound. When that accident happened, I just knew. That all the madness could swallow me whole. I was afraid as my car spun around. My heart pounded. I was shaken. I knew that the car didn't matter. What I have learned in the last three months, the man inside was hurting as he wondered why. He made it out safe and not once, but twice. I was blessed to not have a scratch. My heart would take the lashes as I still was caught in a place with limerence, seeking closure in a place that no longer existed. Time has moved on yet I'm still looking back. Why? The stress, the sadness, miss expectations. Am I less than my worth? I question missing the mark instead of smiling from the experiences. Left with anger, I feel this burning rage, not for what is, but for what I won't admit. Seeking the best in everyone, giving the world everything I am, only to be given scraps. So I retreat into that quiet space that I will maintain, knowing that when I return, the world will get less of my beauty. I am remarkable, but I am not a fool. I, will, I, will, I won't be used like a tool. Reciprocity is what I seek. Without it, you can keep your ball. I refuse to play. I should probably say something positive to end this poem. I don't give a damn about how you feel. This wasn't meant to inspire anyone. I'm just opening the door to illuminate the dark space that has been hidden. What I find is meant to be shown. Take me as I am. This poem is powerful in the way that I'm saying to the world, if you don't fucking like me, if you don't see me, if you don't see value in me, I don't give a fuck anymore. I have come to the world and I've given you my best and I've always tried to give you my best intentions. But even in my best intentions, you still shit on me. So it doesn't mean that I'm going to stop giving you my best intentions. It just means that I am now free from your judgment. <laughs>
a dangerous poem, November 20th, Am, Am I Worthy? Far away alone in my own space, I reflect on my journey thus far. Many years spent seeking an answer for a solution I carried all along. Leaving me in doubt, I was unkind to myself, rejecting everyone's help, left with only one question, am I worthy? Time continues to march on, not slowing or stopping for anyone. Each encounter, I'm left with more questions. Loss after loss, I retreat within, pushing each of you from my center, even in moments of despair. I kept running away from your care, thoughts of the unspeakable. Would they miss me? No way they need me. Life would go on. Am I worthy? It's been a long time since I really had suicide sitting with me. And there were times this, it's not really about suicide anymore for me. There's this time where I kind of go into this alter ego where I want to be invisible and I just want to, I just want to walk away from this life. I just don't want to be Jemiah. I just want to go and be somewhere where people don't know who I am and I can be who I want to be. And what I've learned and by letting all this out is that I can be who I want to be got to stop worrying about the perception of how people see me and make them learn the perspective of my existence. Yes, sir. Okay, we are going to do November 20th, and then we're going to flip into our final slide, our final side, I should say. So we're going to do November 20th, and then we're going to go into our final side of the Lost Episode 7. And then I would have given you all of these poems for this year. If you have listened this far, thank you so much. Because, hey, man, it's a lot of shit. But I've unpacked a lot of beautiful things. And I'm going to give you that bonus poem of Limerence at the end. All right. November 20th, you have all the skills you need to thrive. Speak candidly. Don't hold back as you tend to be diplomatic. Preparing for the worst and surprised if you receive the best. You have lived to survive, never allowing yourself to thrive. This isn't all of your fault. You were designed to this pattern. You are no longer a child, a man who is raising his own. Teaching him to push toward the stars, you relegate yourself to the straps. Recently, you have experienced kindness in the world during your travels. Two people, one a stranger, the other is a friend. Both men speaking life into you leaving you without words. I was overwhelmed. Both times I retreated to my car, holding back tears from the flowers they shared. Both of them saw my greatness and reminded me of my genius. Such, like I said, two people, I believe in the rule of two, two people who don't know each other, both saying really kind things to me. I am um, wrong. I'm going to actually give you one more and then we're going to flip the side. Uh, November 21st, ruminate is the caption. Here's the poem. Take me to, the pl to a place with bright lights that shine, as bright as the beauty I see in your eyes, beyond the window into your soul. I choose to roam. Make me a place that I can call home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a little limerence in that. <laughs> but we use that energy to get off beautiful poetry. Very thankful for it. So this is, uh, we're going to switch sides and then we're going to go into our final side. Yeah. 
All right. Final side, people of the Lost Episode 7. Thank you so much if you've stayed. But like I said, if you take it in in parts, and maybe I could have made two Lost Episodes out of it. This is my shit. I wasn't going to make two Lost Episodes in this year. Well, I wasn't going to make three. I made two. And um, I'm glad I made two. I could have just split it in the middle. It would have been better. But I got excited in the beginning. So November 22nd, happy birthday, Lucas, is the caption. Poem as follows. Today is another birthday without the ability to see your face. Left without your words or even your laugh, we will hold on to your memory. As we honor your walk, you are missed by many. I have missed your encouragement in moments when I fall off my mark. Keep watching over me. Each rainbow I get to see brings a smile to my face. I know you are dancing on those stars today. I miss you, old friend. Happy birthday. He is with us always. I love you, Lucas. And um, I just love you, dude. I know you're dancing on those stars and you're giving, you're, you're giving great debates where you are. I look forward to seeing you once again one day. November 25th, try something different, is the caption. In this struggle, I have clenched my ego, holding on for dear life. My ego is killing me as it will only drag me further into the abyss. I know that I must let go, affirming the uncomfortable. I will find my way to the shore, doing what I have always done, which is go against the conventional path, learning to let go, in the moment in which I want to hold on tight. It's all about giving up this space of trying to be what I was and ascending myself into what I am. That's where I'm going. November 25th, the caption is intimacy. (laughs) Though I miss your touch, I smile for what was a beautiful time in my life as I was full uh, full of joy and I was in love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) November 30th, sunrise is the caption. And the day will arrive as the sun shall rise. Alone, you set the course to a place full of warmth and delight. The journey will be arduous with challenges you can't imagine. It will be beyond belief when you start to lose faith. Follow the sun to the horizon. That is where I will be. I'm telling myself to use the sun as the marker and I will get to wherever I need to be. And the final poem of this set, before I give you the bonus poem, (sighs) December 10th, the caption for the final time, this year and for this 10 years of specialness is 10 years later. 10 years later, I am not afraid to be vulnerable, speaking from my heart. There aren't rules placed on my soul. I am free to move in any way I choose. 10 years later, I have cried many tears, conquered numerous fears, stood in front of colleagues receiving cheers, then sat on a call knowing it was the end after all those years. 10 years later, I will walk away from the love I shared. Women who never spared my heart are the feelings I had. All the failures in pursuit of love that left me lonely questioning myself. Ten years later, it's all coming to an end. The way I see myself in the world I live in. 
The time has come to achieve everything that I set out to complete. As the circle will close, I know what I what must be done. Ten years later, with symbolism and synchronicity, two have been sent away, for I still love them anyway. Both of them have an item of mine that I shared. I leave with them to remind them I cared. No longer seeking those possessions or even their attention. Onward is the mission. Ten years later. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh... <laughs> it's something, right? It's definitely something. Ten years later. I got that all out of me. So. So I'm going to give you the final poem. The final, final poem, the bonus poem. And the caption to it is called 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12. Limerence is pulling me down to hell. And the cuteness of this is, and I'm going to walk you through it is, each section of the poem has that many stanza of the two, the two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. It is an ascending stanza approach. Um, so I'm literally growing out what I'm saying in the poem as the time goes. For artists, it was me being cute as shit, but it's some real shit in this poem. So here we go. Held within the clutches of what isn't. And what you would dream is the place in which you feel pain that isn't real. Take a deep breath. Realize that you are doing just fine. She isn't close and yet she is near. There are no moment, there are no more moments for shedding tears. Just as you found your way to her, you can find your way to another. Look within yourself and believe. Remember the lessons from her walk, her scent, her kiss, all of this you miss. This is understood. How people leave shows how they are. Remember the silence, feeling left out in the cold. The lack of respect that was shown for the grace and kindness you showed. Sit with me and search your feelings. Look and listen close. As you stood to your word when she didn't stand to hers, you made sure not to make the child suffer, even when the child didn't show respect. You carried through with your promise, making sure he received what you bought. You weren't petty or mean. She never returned the message to me. Instead, she left you for dead never to be seen. You have seen her three times now, once as she ran as she knew it was you, twice in your own eye where she couldn't see. That it was you even as your heart would sink into the pit of your stomach. You continue to seek the best in others. That is where you fall short at times. Take people where they show you they are. You don't give yourself enough credit. Your level is of confidence and not arrogance. Don't allow limerence to distort your reality. Yeah. And the biggest thing why I leave it last is because that's not me to, to directly, you know, I'm, I'm very cute about how I write poems. Unless I'm talking about myself or calling myself out, that's what it comes to. You know, in the year end, we'll, we'll speak more to that. But yeah, like, I mean, in the end, there was a gift that I had to give her son. And I got it, and it was special ordered. I got it over from overseas. And then I was like, hey, you know, I want to meet and give you this gift. Never responded. So I literally had to pay postage. I basically bought the gift twice to send it to him. And 
in the end, when people talk about why people are very reserved and people aren't kind in the world, it was a moment where I felt like, you know what? Fuck that. But like I said, I am that man and I will always be until I no longer breathe. My principles, my morals make sure that I complete what I say I'm going to complete. And so I did. But with that, that is the Lost Episode 7. I want to thank you if you listen to it, if you get through all of it. 131 poems you just got. Well, not total, but like you got the remaining part of it. But that was 131 poems uh, that that were written and, well, not really published. 130 were written and published. 131 were read total. So I'm very proud of of the creativity. It's helped me to write this book. And the book, the the name of the book is Onward. And um, we're going to get that done. So um, I look forward to it. I look forward to sharing it. I look forward to to reading some of its poems in the future. And so um, we will continue the lost episodes as we have because that's what it is. Um, thank you so much for listening to my poetry. And um, Ryan, I, like I said, I like to leave a message to you at the end of the episode. Thank you so much for your love and for your kind words. There are some days where you don't realize you're wise beyond your years. You've really helped me to remind myself to stay focused and you've given me encouragement. When I went through this breakup, you were very encouraging and loving, even though you were in a tough spot because I am your dad, but you care about those people and, and you're just an awesome kid, man. And I'm so honored and blessed to be your dad. And like I said, I dedicated this episode to myself because of perseverance, because I kept going and I didn't give up. And so I want to say I love you, Jemaya, because even when you've had a really tough five months and you didn't feel like you could breathe, you kept getting up and you kept achieving. There are people who would have stopped for less, but you kept giving more. I love you. Great job. Chew knows it. I would like to take the time to thank you for joining this jam talk for today. That's it. That's the end. There's no, nothing else to say. Go back to your, your regularly scheduled program. Chew knows it.